Welcome back to the Outreach Ministry of True Vine Church with Pastor Fred Gamble. A man amongst many others called to preach the full unadulterated Word of God in this last and evil day throughout the South Florida Glades region. So let's get right to it. The continuation of last week's Word, Pastor Fred Gamble. Jerusalem had a gate that was called a need eye. Y'all would say amen. And it was sometimes hard to get in that gate, especially when they had a load on a camel back. The Bible mentioned it was easy for a camel to go through a needle eye than to enter. Amen. But I want to focus just for a moment. They that sit in the gates have speak against me as if to block. It's, it's that way today, going through security. Uh, at the airport, you know, in different places. Uh, somebody can put your name on a list and they can block you. So it's talking about those that would block us. But this is not going to be our message about those that could block us. They that sit in the gates speak against me as if to block me or to block you. But God told me to tell you today, the power of life and death is not in the tongue of them that sit in the gate to block you. But the power of life and death is in your tongue as to what to say when God quicken you to say it. God is going to quicken you to say it. And what he's going to quicken you to say is your own deliverance. Hallelujah. He's going to quicken you. A time is going to come when God's going to put a word in and you're going to speak your own deliverance. What says is the word is not in their mouth, in their heart. That's the word of faith which we preach. God going to put a word of faith in your mouth. And you're not going to be concerned about those that sit in the gates. Talk to me, somebody. To speak against you. And you suddenly is not going to be concerned about the song of the drunkard. Street people. People that are beneath you. Trying to block you. Because the power of life and death. It's not in your tongue. I mean, it's not in their tongue. But it is in your tongue when God quickens you to speak your own deliverance. Now, how many believe that? And this is not an easy message, but God gave it to me. If he gave it to me when I was half asleep, it had to be God. Amen? Listen to me. Uh, uh, praise God. They that sit in the gate did speak against me. And that's what most of us, because we're human, because we're fragile, that's what we think about. We can feel when folks talking about us. Y'all will say, and it'll affect us. Amen? Until we begin to say what they say. Amen? Instead of saying what God quickened you to say. Amen? David said in Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. See, he was going there because he was driven there. And the enemy wants you to be afraid. But he caught himself. He said, I will fear no evil because God is with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Talk to me, somebody. God prepared to before me in the presence of my enemy. Surely, see, he said it. Goodness and mercy, he said it, shall follow me. He said it. God quickened him to say it. And God going to quicken you to say something. And you're not going to be concerned about day that sit in the gates. They that's mumbling about you. Y'all ready? Tell him thank you. Uh, the 13th verse said, But as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord, in an acceptable time. O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me. And it says, In the truth of thy salvation. As for me, anyone, anytime that's References is used in the Bible, as for me, that means that you will have a choice to choose what to say. You can continue to say by they sitting in the gates, what they doing to you, or you can choose to say what God quickened you to say. God going to put a word in your mouth. How many believe that? As for me. How come Joshua said in one place, as for me in my house. He was talking to the Israelites. 
amen, that on the other side of the flood, they serve different gods. Anytime you get tired of with different gods, it lingers. It comes up in the bloodline. And they remember the gods from the other side of the flood. And Joshua began to tell those different tribes, you can serve those gods if you want to, but they ain't going to do nothing for you. But as for me and my house, it's a choice. Me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And how, and how are we going to be able to serve the Lord? Because God is going to quicken us. And when God quickens you, you're going to call on his name. And God is going to deliver you. And your children. And your finances. And your joy. Y'all ready? As for me. Amen? My prayer is unto thee, O God, in an acceptable time. Listen to this right here. Hallelujah. God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And it's going to be the truth of God's salvation. God is going to inspire you. And if the enemy would have never talked about you, you would never be inspired to pray the right prayer at the right time. Hallelujah. God is going to inspire you. Let's read that through. As for me, my prayer is unto thee in an acceptable time. The acceptable time is the right time. Amen? O oh God, in the multitude of thy mercy, and in the, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me in the truth of thy salvation. I'm going to preach this because God gave it to me. And don't know when he gave it to me. But I had it written in my note. And it popped up this morning. Amen? God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation. Listen to me. When God inspires us to pray the right prayer at the right time, there is at least 12 mercies that come from 12 angels that carry your prayers directly to God, which causes God to hear our prayer. If your prayer ever come before God, God will hear it. But I discovered that it is the angels that carry our prayers. And there are hindering spirits and there are demons that try to block. Even in the days of Daniel, when Daniel fasted for 21 days. Amen? Uh, when the angel Michael appeared, Gabriel appeared to, to Daniel, he said, the first three days you prayed, the angel said, I heard you. But I was of Persia. The prince of Persia was a demon that blocked prayers, that blocked petitions. Y'all better say amen. And the Bible said we are not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he take advantage of us. And there are some times and there are some seasons that Satan is able to block your prayer. But when God inspires you to pray, that prayer at the right time, in the right place, there will be no blockage. Ooh, hallelujah. God is going to inspire you. Oh, yes, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to you. God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray that prayer at the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation. God going to move. Hallelujah. Come on, wave your hand. God is going to move. Tell him thank you. Tell him thank you one more time. Ooh, Jesus. I'm going to read that 13 verse. As for me. See, that's what you're going to do. God tell you what you're going to do. You're going to stop talking about they sitting in the gate talking about you. And, and they blocking you. And, and they doing this. And, and they putting stuff around my house. As for me. My prayer is unto thee. Oh, Lord, in an acceptable time. And that time is. And when that time comes, God is going to inspire you to pray. Oh, y'all better hear me. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what you call the affectionate, fervent prayer. When God inspires you to pray, and you pray at the right time, that's when you get results every time. Ooh, somebody. Tell him thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time in the truth of God's salvation. When God inspires you to pray the right prayer at the right time, there is at least 12 mercies 
that come from 12 angels that carry your prayer directly to God, which causes God to hear. Amen? Matthew 26, 53, after Jesus was arrested, Jesus said, I could, could not I pray to my father, amen, presently, and he would give me more than 12 legions of angels. Amen? But for this cause came I into the world. He said the scripture must be fulfilled. Amen? If Jesus would have prayed that prayer, the scriptures would have been broken. Amen? And the scripture cannot be broken. Amen? So you see, when God inspires you to pray the right prayer, the scripture is being fulfilled. That's all it is. How come Jesus taught his disciples how to pray? When you pray, say, Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and lead us not in temptation and deliver us from the evil. When God inspires you to pray the right prayer, amen, at the right time, it fulfills the scriptures. The scripture begin to work on your behalf. Amen? God began to move through the scripture, the holy scriptures, where he said, behold, I come in the volume of the book. It is already written of me. And that's what happened on the day of Pentecost. They were all in one place, amen, on one accord. They were praying the right prayer at the right time. And as the scripture had said, amen, God poured out the Holy Spirit. But back to you as an individual right now. God is going to inspire you, you better get this, to pray the right prayer at the right time. And you cannot pray the right prayer at the right time until God inspire you. When the children of Israel going, came down to Jericho, amen, Joshua told them when to shout. It was the right shout at the right time. And they marched around that wall seven times. And on the seventh day, my God, they gave a shout. And the walls came down because the timing was right. God is going to inspire you. You better be listening. Hallelujah. Listen to me, saints. I didn't pick this and I'm not this smart. This smart. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. When God inspires you to pray the right prayer at the right time, there is at least 12 mercies. I said at least. That come from 12 angels that carry your prayers directly to God. Now, you don't need but one angel. Why, why, why do we need all these different mercies? Because we are stubborn. And all of us have stomached and all of us have neglected great salvation. But God in his mercy and his kindness, amen, he got multitudes of mercy. Hallelujah. Tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. I just quoted it to you, amen, about Matthew 26, 20, uh, 53. Jesus said, I could pray to my father. He would send me 12 legions of angels. Amen. Each, each, a legion is at least 6,000. Amen. But let's stay with this message today. Amen. When God pray you to, when God inspire you to pray the right prayer, amen, it fulfills the scripture according to Psalms 91. And one, when he said, uh, he shall give his angels charge over thee. Amen? And they shall bear thee up in thy arm. Least at any time thou dash thy feet against a stone. He was talking about in times of trouble. That's, when, that's a God-inspired prayer. And I'm telling you, God is going to inspire you. Let the devil keep on pushing you. Remember that David prayed this prayer by the Holy Spirit, giving us an example. And he started out talking about they that sit in the gate. What they was doing, how they was blocking. And they was hindering. But then God inspired him. But as for me, I'm not going to worry about them. I'm waiting on God to inspire me to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, deliverance is going to come from 12 angels. The multitude of his mercies. More than one mercy. Because all of us already have neglected so many salvations. But God is going to inspire you again. And this time you're going to be sensitive. And you're going to know that it is God. And you're going to call upon him. And mighty deliverance to come. Now, do y'all believe this? See, 
If I didn't believe this stuff, I wouldn't know this stuff. And this took me back, amen, about 30 years ago. Because when I read this, I rewritten it because I, I had it on a piece of scrap paper. Y'all know I can't spell, but sometimes I can't spell my own spelling. But as I reread this, it took me back a ago. I was working at Rinka. And, and uh, they, cut, they knocked us off early because it was a rainy day. They said, no concrete to bash so you can go home. I got in my car to go home. And as I got in my car, I heard this. The strong impression came over me. I'm going to kill you. Very strong. And I knew it was Satan. And I didn't think much of it because I hadn't heard stuff before. So I got in my car, and if I got in South Bay, I noticed that the sky was black with clouds. And I, I was trying to get home before the rainstorm. And when I got to John Stress Park, it was raining so hard that I couldn't see how to drive. And my windshield wiper stopped working. And uh, 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 I started praying in tongues. <clears throat> and as I prayed in tongues, the sun came out. And, and, and it was clear. And I just said, Lord, thank you for another victory. Going on down the road, thank you, everything was over with. I got right there by Crooked Hook Campground on US 27. Y'all know where it's at. See, testimonies need to be told. When I got there by Crooked Hook Campground, without no reason whatsoever, like a boat out of the blue, my car began to spin around and around in a circle like that right there. It began to spin so violently until my tire went flat. And before, my, before it turned south side, and it, a tractor trailer on 27 missed me going southbound by that close. I changed my tie. And by the time I got home, it was a light rain. And I got home, my wife was standing in the yard like this, with her hand like this. And she said, what happened about 20 minutes ago? I said, I almost had an accident. Why? She said, God told me to get out of my house and go stand in the rain and stretch your hand toward Belglade because... Your husband got a work to do, and Satan is going to try to destroy him. Are you following me? That was the truth of God's salvation. God allowed her to pray the right prayer at the right time. And salvation came. Hallelujah. And you might be going through some stuff, but God is going to allow you. He's going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And God is going to send a legion of angels. Like he did in Psalms 91, in times of trouble. Hallelujah. He's going to give his angels charge over you. And they're going to bear you up. Lisa, at any time you dash your feet against a stone. How many believe that? No evil shall befall thee. God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And it's going to bring deliverance. This is strange to me, just like it is to you. But it is a true testimony. God gave it to me literally in my sleep. And I woke up writing. Amen? And I still couldn't get it all because I couldn't understand all my own writing. Oh, my God. I don't know when, but he gave it to me. Tell him thank you one more time. The 13th verse again. But as for me, I'm talking about you now. My prayer is unto thee. God is going to inspire you to pray unto him. And it, it ain't got to be no long prayer, but the time ain't going to be right. In an acceptable time. See, the acceptable time is when God hears your prayer every time. And every time God sends an angel, a ministering spirit, when the angel brings your prayer to God, it's going to be heard every time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He makes his angels ministering spirits. And his ministers flames of fire. Hallelujah. The angel is going to take the prayers to God. Hallelujah. But in, as I got up right there, there are at least 12 mercies that come from 12 angels. Now, those 12 angels could carry out many different mercies, but there is at least 12. And most of us have blown a lot already. But there's so many angels and there's so much mercy. God told you not to forget. In Psalms 103, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And don't forget not all of his benefit, who healeth all of your disease. I mean, don't you think when you go to church that you're supposed to hear something strange? It shouldn't be no tradition. You need to hear from God. God is a mystery. Hallelujah. God is a consuming fire. 
Hallelujah. Tell him thank you. My God, my God. And what God gave me, if an angel of God, I ain't talking about no, no angel of light, because Satan transformed himself as an angel of light, and so do his ministers. But if an angel of God tell you anything, it is true. According to Hebrews, the second chapter, and the second verse, it says the word that was spoken by angels was steadfast. Amen? And every transgressor receive a just recompense of reward. How shall we escape, amen, if we neglect such a great salvation, which is first was spoken by the Lord? If God sent an angel to tell you something, amen, it's going to be true. It was an angel that stopped my car from hitting that tractor and trailer head on. And I was delivered. Hallelujah. Talk to me, somebody. If God ever sent an angel to do something for you, the angel is going to win 100%. If God sent an angel to deliver you, amen, the angel is not going to fail. It's going to happen in your life. It didn't happen in the time past, but you didn't know it. Amen? But, but God is going to quicken you to pray the right prayer at the right time. Just like he did on the day of Pentecost. When they were all in one place, with one accord. And suddenly there came a sign from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. But actually that wind was angels' wings. <laughs> Hallelujah. My God. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And all these different nations of folk was there. Amen. Somebody said they must be drunk. But Peter said, men and brethren, these are not drunken as you suppose. It is only the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. That it shall come to pass in the last day that I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Remember they, was, remember, they was praying. When God, amen, inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time, you are literally prophesying. Hallelujah. You are speaking prophetically, and it must come to pass. That's how come David said in one place, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. David said another place, it is the Lord that strengthened me, that give me strength to battle. It is the Lord that seduced the people up under me. God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation. God going to move. Now, you got to believe that. You got to believe that. That ain't make-believe. That's real stuff. Tell him thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when God allow you, listen to me, the only way to escape this great salvation that I'm telling you that you are going to pray. Let's read that 13 verse again. As for me, my prayer is unto thee. You're going to forget about those that sit in the gate, that's speaking against me. You're going to forget about the song of the drunkard. They hurt my feelings. Amen? And you're going to be quickened to say what God say. And you're going to pray the right prayer, amen, at the right time, on the right day, and it's going to be an acceptable time. That's how come you said in Psalms 95, I believe today, if you will hear my voice, harden not your heart. God got an acceptable time. But I discovered that acceptable time is when God sent an angel. You pray, and the devil try to hinder, and the angel, amen, takes your prayer to, directly to God. Amen? And when the angel takes your prayers to God, amen, the heavens is no longer brass. You are living under an open heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Tell the Lord, thank you. Ooh, help me, Holy Ghost. This was a tough to me. It's strange to me. And it's strange to you. But I got to obey God. Because I know he gave it to me. So, uh, anytime God tells uh, anytime an angel of God tell you anything, it is true. According to Hebrew, the second chapter, second verse says, if the word that was spoken by angel was steadfast, and every transgressor received a just recompense of reward, amen, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation, 
which is first began to be spoken by the Lord. Amen? And so, how could, but that is a way, amen, to uh, 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 miss your salvation. And the way to miss that salvation is to neglect to pray the prayer when God tell you to pray it. But you're going to be quickened to do it. Y'all better say amen. Amen? And what really caused, listen, the only way to escape this great salvation when God inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time, amen, is not to pray because of stubbornness. And stubbornness is as the sin of witchcraft. And before we start blaming folks, every last one of us have been in that stubborn spirit. When you know it was God quickening you to do something at that time, and you did not move because of stubbornness, just like King Saul. When God told him to destroy the Amalekites, the sinners. Amen? And Saul took the best of the sheep and the best of the, and he spared Agag and all these different folks. And God said, what you being, Saul? Doing the will of God. What's the morning of those oxen out here? Well, I kept the best lambs and the best cattle for a sacrifice. And God told him, said, to obey God is better than a sacrifice. God spoke to you in the truth of his salvation. And if you would have just prayed the right prayer, God was going to send angels. Hallelujah. God sent angels. At least 12 angels with 12 mercies. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. It's called the truth of God's salvation. I promise you that God is going to do it for you. He already did it for many of us, but this time you're going to recognize. See, when you recognize, you can testify. You can tell somebody else how to get the victory. Ain't no luck. Ain't no good fortune. It's the multitude of his mercy. Tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And why there need to be a multitude of mercies in the truth of God's salvation? Uh, in each multitude, there is at least 12. Multitude means 12. Amen. God gives multitude of mercy because we have been stubborn. Just like the sin of witchcraft. I didn't, say, I didn't say you was in witchcraft. I said stubborn as the sin of witchcraft. Because the devil knows that when God inspires you to pray the right prayer at that time, that pray that prayer then, you are going to be delivered. So he calls a spirit of stubbornness or ill fear to come upon you. And you don't pray it. Amen. It, it creates a reversal effect. Instead of delivering, nothing happens. Y'all ready? Oh, my God. Turn to 1 Samuel. Amen. The 15th chapter. Somebody praise him today. Listen to me, church. I didn't pick this. I didn't plan this. And to be honest with you, if I didn't have it in my notes, I wouldn't know where it come from. But I know ain't nobody wrote this but me. With my bad handwriting. Hallelujah. <clears throat> As for me, my prayer is unto thee in the multitude of thy mercy, in the truth of thy salvation. God is getting ready to bless somebody. Hallelujah. Anytime. Listen to me, saying, God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time in the truth of God's salvation. And when God inspires you to pray that prayer, amen, there is at least 12 mercies. That come from 12 angels. Hallelujahs. That's going to carry your prayers directly to God. That means there will be no hindrance. There will be no blockage. There will be nothing can stop. Daniel's prayer did not get to God until the 21st day. Because of blockage and hindrance. And because of them that sit in the gate. Amen. But on that 21st day, amen, that angel appeared unto Daniel and said, The first three days I heard you. But the prince of Persia hindered me. But, what, but by, right now, I'm with you. Talk to me, somebody. Cornelius was praying. He was a Gentile man. Amen? And he prayed. And as he prayed and fasted, amen, God sent an angel and said, Cornelius, thy arm and thy prayer has come up as a memorial before God and told him to go send for Peter. But it was the angel that appeared to Cornelius that took his prayers directly to God. No more hindering spirit. And God is going to inspire you, you better hear me, to pray the right prayer at the right time. And you ain't going to worry about who's sitting in the gates speaking against you. 
You're not going to be concerned about this song or the drunkard. But you're going to be so focused on what God has said unto you. For the scripture said, he that keeps his mind stayed on me, I'll keep you in perfect peace. Talk to me, church. Hallelujah. Somebody say, Lord, have mercy. First Samuel 15, praise God. And I believe it's the 17th verse, if I'm not mistaken. First Samuel 15, I believe it's 13. And Samuel came to Saul and said unto him, Blessed be thou, the Lord. Amen? The 13th verse. Hallelujah. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed be thou of the Lord. I have performed the commandments of the Lord. Now God had gave Saul a commission to destroy the Amalekites, and God called them sinners. See, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And most times we think about sin, we think about adultery and lying and stealing. But the greatest sin is when God quickens you. Amen? When God inspires you. See, when God inspires you, it's easy. That is so often that I try to pray. And I'm your pastor. I, I fell asleep yesterday trying to pray. Y'all must say amen. But whenever God inspires you, he awakens you. He calls you to be alert. He calls you to want to do this thing. And then you really have no excuse for not doing it. The only reason why come you will not do it at that time, it has to be rebellion. It takes an effort to rebel. It causes a stubbornness. And it is just like the sin of witchcraft. And that's what happened to King Saul. Saul understood when God inspired him to pray the right prayer. Saul understood the angel of the Lord. Amen? And so Saul got rebellious. Amen? And Samuel said, what means the bleeding of these sheep, 14 verse, and the more the lowing of the oxen, which I hear. And Saul said, they have brought them from the Amalekite. For the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord God, and the rest have they utterly destroyed. See, now he's talking about them that sits in the gate. And folks, and all of us are somewhat guilty of being more concerned about how people provoke us instead of being concerned about how God inspire you. Talk to me, somebody. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, says, says provoke not your children to wrath. We have the ability to provoke each other. But God is the one that inspires us. And God sometimes inspires us through another man or a woman of God. He can inspire you through the word. He sent his word. And you need to be listening for the inspiration of God. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. The, uh, uh, the 16th verse. And Samuel said to Saul, stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord has said unto me this night. And he said unto him, say on. And Samuel said, when thou was little in thy own sight, oh my God, war made the head of the tribe of Israel. And the Lord anointed thee, to be king over Israel. Whenever God anoints anybody, they are little in their own sight. Ah. God never anoints a person when they think that they're more than anybody else. Amen. God anoints us when we feel like we need God. We can't make it without him. And that's how I feel right now. I'm getting ready to receive a brand new anointing. Y'all better say amen for you. Tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. And this anointing, I can't boast because it's God. And Samuel said, when thou was little, I read it to y'all. Uh, did I read the 17th verse? The 18th verse. And the Lord sent thee on a journey. You are on a journey today. And said, go utterly smite the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Fight the sinners. We don't fight saints. Amen. And we don't go out there fighting sinner folks, you know, in the world. But it, it was talking about the ones that was provoking the folks not to serve God. These sinners was people that served other gods. They was not what you call sinners today. They was people that was in their cult. 
They was people that was trying to, was, want the folk to be stubborn when God speak. Talk to me, somebody. They didn't want them to hear God. Amen? Wherefore then did thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but did fly upon the spars, and did even in the sight of the Lord. And Saul said to Samuel, yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. See, that's that stubborn spirit. Now God done told you what you did, and you are going to regard. Now, before you stone anybody, we all been there. But this time, God is going to inspire you. And you're going to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation. God is going to deliver you. God going to deliver your house. God going to deliver your children because the promise is to you. It's to your children. To as many as the Lord shall call. How many believe that? Thank you, Jesus. Y'all ready? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So praise God. The 20th verse, and Saul said to Samuel, yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. I mean, he's fighting with God. I have done, I have gone the way which the Lord sent me and have brought back Agag, the king of the Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekite. But the people took the spoil, the sheep, the oxen, the sheep of things, which should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. He argued with God. And that's how it is in this modern day. Both building churches now trying to please preachers, peoples, instead of letting God quicken them. Amen? Teach the folk how to pray. You ain't got prayer. But when God quicken you, I prophesy to you that God's going to quicken you and you're going to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when God quicken you to pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be the truth of God's salvation. You're going to realize that God ain't never lied to you. But let every man be a liar and let God's word be true. Let them that sit in the gate that speak against you be a liar. Let the drunkard be a liar, but let God's word be true. Y'all ready? Tell him thank you. Tell him, thank you one more time. And Samuel said, has the Lord a great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Saints, listen to me. We all have disobeyed God out of ignorance. But God is going to quicken you this time. God is going to inspire you. And when God inspires you, it's going to be easy. It's going to flow out of you. You're going to pray the right prayer at the right time. And that's when deliverance is going to come. Amen? Is obeying God better than a sacrifice? People think doing a whole lot of stuff, and, and all of us, and putting stuff on Facebook, and we do too. But make sure we put it on there for God. Amen? Uh, to sacrifice and to hearken to the ram, of, to the fat of ram. You know, when they would sacrifice some animals, those fat animals, my God, that, that grease and that smoke be everywhere. So I'm like, oh, my God. Look at all that smoke. They must be really serving God over there. Oh, hallelujah. Nothing but grease burning. <laughs> Nothing but grease burning, Sister Gamble. Last night I was sitting in the kitchen. My wife was in the other room. She said, Fred, is there, is there water to boil out them, out them uh, pick, pick knuckles? Pick, what do you call them? Thank them hawk joe. You put it in the, in the pig feet. You put it in the greens. What is it? Ham hock. Ham hock. I said, still got water in it. So I forgot. And I went in my room. And she was in the other room. And when she came in there, all the water had boiled out the pot. And them, and them uh, what you call them? Them ham hock was, was frying. <laughs> and it was smoke all the right through the house. Now, I did not know it was going to tie in with my message. Amen? So, God asked Samuel, uh, asked Saul a question to obey God is better than a sacrifice than to hearken to the fat of rams. When they start burning, my God, and burning up sacrifice and all that smoke, oh my God. But they ain't heard what God say. And what God said, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And the stubbornness of iniquity is as idolatry. Might as well be worshiping an idol. Talk to me, somebody. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord 
and he has rejected thee from being king. Amen? God is going to quicken you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when God quicken you to pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation. Up until seven years ago, when we started going through something longer than that now, ten years ago, God be my witness. I did not know that the book of Psalms is literally full of prayers. Almost every verse is a prayer. And it's not a prayer that witches should pick out and pray against their enemy. Y'all better say amen. But what God will do, God will quicken you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And every time you pray the right prayer at the right time, it will be in the truth of God's salvation. How many of y'all hear me? The book of Psalms, and now the whole Bible is literally full of prayers. Talk to me, somebody. How many learned something? Thank you, Jesus. So he said right here, for rebellion is as the sin. Now, now let's get it real now. Just because a person is rebelling, they ain't not in witchcraft. You seen my, my son try to get his little son today, and he start rebelling. And when a person rebelling, they do the opposite. They won't walk. They go backwards. Amen? But it is as the sin of witchcraft. And a lot of times this stuff is taught. And it is taught by taking counsel from the wrong folks. Don't listen to them. Get the wrong folks out your ear. Because it will cause you to rebel. And even when God quicken you, you will rebel. But God is going to inspire you or quicken you to pray the right prayer at the right time. Listen to me. And it's going to be the truth of God's salvation. Let me read my notes again. Hallelujah. Amen. When God inspires you to pray the right prayer at the right time, there is at least 12 mercies that come from 12 angels that carry your prayers directly to God. Amen. Which will cause God to hear your prayers. You remember the blind man, blind Barnabas, sit by the wayside begging. Oh, Jesus, thy son of God, have mercy on me. Jesus is God. And Jesus kept right on walking. And the folks told him to hold his peace. Be quiet. But he cried the more. And amen. Oh, Jesus, thy son of David. But what really took place, it was an angel that took that prayer right to Jesus. It was an angel that got involved. As a matter of fact, the angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him. Hallelujah. And it's one scripture in the Bible. I need somebody to find it for me. The, the, the chariots of the Lord is thousands of angels. I need somebody to find that for me. Amen. Even thousands of angels and the Lord is among them. Somebody please find it. The chariots of the Lord is 20,000. Even thousands and thousands of angels. God is going to quicken somebody to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation. Why y'all find that we're going on? And Saul said to somebody, I have sinned, I have trespassed the commandments of the Lord. Amen. And that word, because I feared the people to obey their voice. Hallelujah. Now, therefore, I pray thee, pardon my sins, and turn again with me, and I will worship thee. But see, he was praying the right prayer now. But it was the wrong time. There was no angels. To carry that prayer to God. Ain't y'all ain't got that yet? Amen. Where that? Psalm 68, 17. Turn to that. Everybody. I didn't preach this a lot of times and didn't understand it. Psalm what? 68, 17. Tell the Lord thank you. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Go to the 14th verse, Psalm 68, 14. Tell him, thank you. You better hear me. God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, amen, there's God is going to be, there's going to be at least 12 mercies that come from 12 angels that's going to take your prayer directly to God. Hallelujah. Y'all got it? Psalm 68, 14, when the Almighty scattered kings in it, it was white as snow in Solomon. Amen? 
The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan. The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan. Bashan was a, a valley that was full of green grass, healthy grass. But what God was saying, you ain't had to be in no valley. You can be on the hillside where the grass don't grow because the water don't stay up there. But if God is there, it's going to be green like the valley. Amen? So let them talk. The 16th verse says, Why leap ye high hills? This is the hill which God desired to dwell in. Yea, the Lord will dwell in it forever. That's when God inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. Amen? And when God inspire us to pray the right prayer at the right time, there will be <coughs> at least 12 mercies that come from 12 angels that's going to carry your prayers directly to God. You say, I ain't worried. Ain't none of us worthy. That's why we pray in the name of Jesus in the first place. But even praying in the name of Jesus. Y'all better say amen. Sometimes we still use a ministering spirit to allow you to pray the right prayer. God's going to inspire you. Y'all ready? Thank you, Jesus. The 17th verse said the chariots of God is 20,000. Listen, saints. Now, I told you that those 12 mercies that come from 12 angels is going to carry your prayers directly to God. Why do we need 12 mercies and 12 angels? Because we already have neglected so many salvation. God has inspired us. Amen? And we escape because we neglected. So great a salvation. Amen? The word spoken by the angel was steadfast. And every transgressor and every disobedient receive a just recompense of reward. And how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation which at first was spoken by the Lord? Amen? And whenever the Lord speaks and that word get to you, God bear witness with signs, wonders, and diverse gifts and miracles of the Holy Ghost. God sent an angel to Lot High. Get your family and get out the city. Hallelujah. And Lot was successful. Lot was dragging around. He was stubborn. He was walking slow. And the angel caught Lot by the shoulder. Him and his two virgin daughters. And took them out of the city. Because God got so many angels. Listen to me, saints. Listen to me. Amen. The chariots of God are 20,000. Say at least 20,000. Even thousands of angels. And guess what? The Lord is among them as in Sinai in the holy place. Hallelujah. Thou hast offended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. And thou hast received gifts for men. And for who? The rebellious also. That God might dwell among them. All of us have rebelled. All of us been stubborn. All of us have missed a great salvation. But that the chariot of God is 20,000. Even thousands of angels just in case that you rebel out of ignorance and stupidity. Talk to me somebody. Amen. God got at least 12 mercies that come from 12 angels. Amen. Talk to me somebody. Thank you Jesus. And, and, and my God they are going to bring the truth of God's salvation to you. I want to read this again. Thou hast ascended on high. That's, that's Jesus. And he led captivity captive. When Jesus died on that cross and gave up the ghost, when he said it is finished, the very demons who was hindering spirits, they took Jesus, amen, uh, soul and spirit, dying in the very pits of hell. <clears throat> when Jesus got down into hell, he took over hell. Now, he didn't let everybody out of hell, but he took over hell. And the Bible says he led captivity captive, and he gave gifts unto men. And he gave some prophets, some apostles, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the edifying. God's supposed to put a word in that preacher's mouth that's supposed to edify you, to let you know that God is going to inspire you. And you're going to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation and God is going to deliver you. The only way you miss it is you neglect it by not praying when God inspire you. And when God inspire you, it's going to be easy. Talk to me, somebody. It ain't going to be no struggle when you're inspired. Now, you have to practice prayer. 
Ask me. Sometimes, praise God, I have to make myself pray because it's the right thing to do. When I make myself pray, I'm not, uh, I'm not expired. God accept it because of a sacrifice. But when God inspire you, you want to pray. You want to seek God. You want to follow him. And at that time, you got the motivation, amen, to go follow. And that time, you should not allow no devil, amen, to distract you because you motivated. Because God has inspired you. Do y'all hear me, saints? Thank you, Jesus. Whew. I have seen this stuff happen. Hallelujah. So, praise God, thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive, that's through that word, and has received gifts from men. I don't know when I wrote this, but I know one night I woke up out of my sleep writing. But what I did not know, it was a gift. It was God giving me something. I was half asleep, it was not me. That's how come John said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the word of God came. That's when you know when God speaks. When you don't study. Now you're supposed to study. But when God inspires you, oh my God, you will say, did I really say that? My wife and I was just talking about that. We was in uh, North Carolina. We went to uh, Asheville, North Carolina about eight years ago, about six years ago. Something was going on. And we don't know what it was, but we couldn't sleep at the house. We got in our car. And we drove to, to North Carolina. Uh, I just got that unclay. And when I got, praise God, to the South Carolina border, it was a little hill, not up high hill. And all the traffic was stopped in the front of us. Praise God. It was an accident up front. And when I looked behind, this truck could not see over that hill because of the little hill there. And when I looked, that truck was closest to me to that wall right there, a tracking trailer. He had turned sideways. And it was sliding. And I thought, oh, I could not go forward because all these cars were in the front of us. Hallelujah. And as we continued to go, my, that truck straightened out and went down the off-ramp and kept going because we couldn't stop. That's the only way he missed us. If he would have hit us, we would have been dead. Y'all better say amen. Got in, in North Carolina and couldn't sleep. My wife went to sleep. Normally it's her up. It's me sleep. But this time I couldn't sleep. In the bed about 3 o'clock in the morning, tossing and turning. Just tossing and turning. And I said, God, what's going on? What's wrong? What is it? And God spoke to me. He said, the secret thing belongs to God. And the thing that are revealed belongs to us and to our children, that they may keep that commandment. And I did not know that was in the Bible until God told me to turn to Deuteronomy 29, 29. Amen? The secret things. God got things for you, but it don't belong to you yet because he ain't gave it to you. When he revealed it, it's yours. And God is revealing to you today. Amen. As for me, that's what David said. My prayer is unto thee. In the multitude of thy tender mercy, in the truth of thy salvation, God is going to inspire you. He's revealing it to you right now. To pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be in the truth of God's salvation. And God is going to send at least 12 mercies that come from 12 angels. Oh, my God. How many believe it? And why do we need 12? Because we already neglect so great a salvation. So many of us neglect salvation. But this time you're going to be inspired and you know it's God. It is no struggle, and you're going to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be just like on the day of Pentecost. The only thing about it is going to be your little Pentecost. The flow is going to be full of wheat, and the vat's going to overflow with wine and oil. And the Bible says, it shall come to pass that whosoever call upon the name of the Lord, amen, shall be delivered. Because you're calling at the right time at the right place. Is God going to answer you? How many got there? Come on, wave your hands, wave your hands, wave your hands. Tell him, thank you. Hallelujah. So, uh, praise God. I want to finish the 18th verse. Thou has offended on high. Thou has led captivity captain. Thou has received gifts, more than one gift, for men, for the rebellious also. Did you know that God don't throw you away when you rebel? 
That's why you got so many angels. All of us been stubborn. Talk to me, somebody. Just like Saul was. Amen? But God is going to cause you to pray. He's going to inspire you. You're going to be inspired by the Holy Ghost to pray the right prayer at the right time. Talk to me, somebody. I never forget this right here. Amen. It, it was uh, a while. Y'all heard me say that, but it's a testimony. You need to hear this. We was trying to buy land from the sugar company to build a land, to build a church. And uh, they said, we're going to sell it to you. And they said, we're going to give it to you. They didn't have a new graveyard out of the end. They said, would you mind being by the graveyard? We don't care. We'll take any land. And then they turned us down. Are you following me? And they said, no, we can't sell you no land. December the 26th, 1996, it was 6 a.m. in the morning. We was getting ready to go to Saturday morning prayer meeting. God spoke to me and said, by October 1997, you're going to have land to build a church, for I sent my angel before you, oh my God, to show you how to play to pitch your tent. And I'm wondering how this is going to happen. And didn't even know that was God or not. And then he gave me Jeremiah, the 32nd chapter. It says that the uncle's son shall come to thee, saying, buy the land, for the right of redemption is done to buy it. And I'm trying to figure out what that means. And Reverend Moe Wilson came to me and said, hey, Reb, I need to talk with you. You need to buy that land. What land? The land down on Brown Sugar Ground. Mm, your children, my children, you take, take that land. I said, man, I'm going to fight me. He said, man, they ain't going to fight you. Take that land. And that word came back to me. And we went to buy the land. And we did not close the deal until the last day, amen, the 31st, amen, of, 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 of uh, when God said it. But it came to pass. Amen? Because we prayed the right prayer at the right time. God quickened us. And that was just one time that we accepted salvation. But there was many other times that salvation escaped us, just like salvation has escaped you from time to time to time. Amen. But God got these 12 mercies that come from 12 angels that's going to inspire you to pray at the right time. And when you do it this time, it's going to be the truth of God's salvation. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. The 19th verse, and I'm about to finish. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefit, even the God of who? I have a salvation, but I discovered in each one of those benefits, just one would be enough to deliver you. But because of our stubbornness and our rebellion and our missing God, God got benefits. But this time, let me tell you something, God going to inspire you again. It ain't too late. The devil is a lie. Hallelujah. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. It is not behind you. God is going to inspire you. Oh, saints, I didn't write this. I wish you would have seen my original notes, and you would have noted I didn't write, didn't write it. Amen? Hallelujah. God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And it's going to be the truth of God's salvation. Stand to your feet. Ooh, how many believe that? Now, you got to believe that. You got to believe that. You got to believe that. Hallelujah. Come on, wave your hands to God. Come on, just wave your hands to the Holy Ghost. God going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And when you pray the right prayer at the right time, it's going to be the truth of God's salvation according to Psalm 69, 13. As for me, hallelujah, I will pray unto thee. Hallelujah, at a time when thou may be found, in the multitude of thy mercy, in the truth of thy salvation. You're going to forget talking about that song or the drunkard. They that sits in the gate, they speak against me. You're giving everybody power. Talk to me, somebody. But this time, God is going to inspire you to pray the right prayer at the right time. And God got a host of angels. And he got so many angels, if you want to know how many it is, the chariot of the Lord is 20,000. But it don't stop right there. Even thousands.
thousands of angels and the Lord is among them. The Lord is among the angels as in Sinai in the holy place. Whenever God sent an angel to you, it is not the angel. We don't worship angels, but the Lord is among them. 7.30 p.m. we have prayer service followed by Bible study. Fridays at 8 p.m. we have regular praise and worship service. Sunday school starts at 10.30 a.m. And of course we have a good old-fashioned Sunday praise and worship service at 12 p.m. If you enjoyed today's radio broadcast, you can also visit us online at www.truevinenews.com. On our website, you can access audio and video sermon archives, which you can listen to or view from your smartphone. Thank you for tuning in, and may this message continue to bless you throughout the rest of your day.